she heads in with a plan to make various people do awful stuff, but ultimately she realises that she shouldn't. I like this. She's too nice. She doesn't, yeah. she doesn't, she doesn't want innocent people to be humiliated. Yeah, there's a guy who's uh, drinking by the water fountain. She's like, oh, you know... Gonna yeah, make, dro- it, make him be a drooler. Yeah, like, no, no. And then she walks past this awful guy with awful hair. She's like, no, you're awful enough. Let's leave it. Yeah. And then we get Salem Cheshire Cat heads. Yeah. That was fun. One and the devil up. and devil. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> devil and devil. Yeah. Well, devil and perv is the yeah. other one. So one pops up and goes, like, do, it. do it. Do it. And the other one just goes, kiss, kiss. <laughs> kiss, kiss. <laughs> so, yeah, the devil and the pervert. The devil and Holy Glance. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is a great idea for a sitcom. Yeah, so we've got, we've got a business of ferrets and we've also got coming soon to ABC, the devil, devil and, and Holly Glance. <laughs> She makes a deal with him to get a career back. It's, it's, <gasps> per- it's perfect. Yeah. It could be called Heli Valance. Oh, yeah. Hello and welcome to Sabrina the Teenage Watch, the podcast where three eerie and effervescent eejits review all 163 episodes of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. My name is Phil, I'm your host and guide to this wonderful, magical and sometimes a little bit dusty trip down Nostalgia Avenue. I'm joined of course by two comrades who are well packed, well equipped and well knowledged about those things alongside me. They are Graham Riley first of all, hello, Graham. Hello, Phil. Hello, Daddy. I'm pleased to be here today. You said sometimes it's a bit dusty. So oh, give, okay. Just, ah, just yes. give me a bit of dusty there. Okay, uh, yeah. okay. Nice mm. bit of uh, dusty roads there. We yeah. have just certainly traipsed down some dusty roads of uh, 1998 TV. If you will. If you will, of course. Yeah. And joining me as well is maybe someone who can do an impression of another famous dusty. It's Chris Evans. Hello, Chris. I can't do Dusty Springfield. I'm sorry. Oh, mate. I know, yeah. You're, you're the man of voices. You did Hang a on, cracking... You did a cracking foghorn. You did or oh, an unrivaled uh, cat staring down yes. at another cat, didn't you? Dusty Springfield. Let me see if I can get. Uh, oh, hang on. Do, 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 do. I do like how um, you know thirty seconds into this week's podcast, and Chris is already trying to better himself by doing a, a nice Dusty Springfield impression. Trying to. Trying he's, he's, he's just getting ready. In a second, <clears throat> he'll come out with it, and it will be brilliant. I'm, I'm gonna. I've got all these instruments here. I'm gonna play some accompaniment. I won't be able to do that. I won't be able to do that. So, Chris. Uh, <laughs> yeah, mate. <laughs> aside from not being able to do a decent impression of Dusty Springfield, I mean, why would you need to know that in your arsenal? But how are you? <laughs> I'm okay, mate. How are you? I'm, I'm very well. I'm very well. Um, so we are um, we are recording once again on a very sort of hot and steamy and sometimes stinky uh, Saturday morning. It's it's very sticky. It's very hot. Sticky, yeah. Not steamy. We're not in the back of the car like Jack and Rose, mate. Of course, Titanic. Not seen it, but I know that exists. Yeah, but again, another reference to Titanic in this episode. Yes, yeah, there is. And actually, why not? In 1998, it just came out on on video. Of course, yeah. And two videos. Oh, two, two videos. Two, yeah. two video box sets, of course. Yeah. Uh, so, boys, episode two. Season 3 is entitled Boy Was My Face Red. 
Were your faces red while watching this episode? Well, yeah, it's fucking hot, mate. It's fucking roasting, isn't it? <laughs> well, they were red with laughter at uh, a few moments. One yes. moment in oh, particular yes. uh, during this episode. Uh, it, I, I did enjoy it. Yeah, it was a very, very good episode, this one. Uh, great Salem, as always. Great acting work by Nick Bakai. And, uh, yeah, just a very silly episode to uh, uh, to carry on our season three strong strength. Uh, so this one, boy, was my face red. Uh, Valerie gets really embarrassed about something. Serena uses, I guess in some ways an illegal or frowned upon magic spell to take the embarrassment away. It's not so much that it was illegal and frowned upon, it was more that it was missold to her, like yeah. PPI, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. By, by Salem because he didn't explain the consequences it would have for Sabrina herself. Exactly, yes. it's like the warning should be in the front of the book. Yeah. Yes. yeah. So she uses this embarrassment spell to uh, to remove Valerie's embarrassment, but unfortunately it backfires and goes on to the... <laughs> backfires. Hey! Uh, yeah, more on that later. But yeah, so it, it transfers over to Sabrina then, and uh, she's the one that becomes embarrassed and does embarrassing things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was sort of magic causes school drama, which is the bread and butter of Sabrina the Teenage Witch, and it's good to see it can still do something like that and it's not a retread of things that have gone before and it's still fresh and it's still funny it was good to see yes as, as we've said many times we do like the episodes that revolve around school because especially as kids watching it we can relate to uh, to these uh, sort of uh, things boys are we are we ready for our faces going all, all red and that I'm ready to break wind if you are yeah. <laughs> don't shit yourself Chris uh, <laughs> walk into that one. Um, <laughs> you. Uh, the episode opens in the kitchen where Salem is on an online chat room with a camel, but no ordinary camel. This one. <laughs> yeah. Ah, look, a camel. Uh, this one used to be a witch too. So that begs the question. It's like, do you do you are you able to choose what animal you get turned into? Because obviously we've got cat, newt, and now camel. Yeah, they're the only ones that we've heard are. Actually confirmed yeah, creatures confirmed, that you turned into, but but Sabrina was going to get turned into a cat. So does it depend what fam family you belong to in your lineage as to it. what animal you hmm. get turned into? It might be just uh, it could just be the judge's decision at the end of the day. However, he or her are feeling that day, just you know what, hundred years as a cat, fifty years as a snail. You know, I don't know. Maybe it's the uh, executioner. It's like, oh, Barry. Wor- yeah, ba- Barry's working today. I, he does camels. Yeah. Uh, Tim's working tomorrow. He he does pigeons. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, Sally's working on Friday. She's the one that that does newts. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. maybe. I mean, so. out of those two, what would you rather be, a newt, pigeon, or a uh, or a camel? A pigeon, Jill. You can fly. If yeah. you could fly, yeah. You yeah. can scurry. And you can shit on people. Mm. You can, you can. But this camel, this former Amway salesman, <laughs> yeah. uh, was uh, was trotting around the desert one day and he found uh, some ancient script. Apparently he? so, that yeah. Said that uh, a kiss of true love can return these witches that have become animals back to their human form. So Salem is, is desperate for a kiss in this episode. He absolutely it's, is. It's like the princess and the frog. Yes. It yeah. absolutely is, yeah. Absolutely is. He'll turn back into a man if his one true love kisses him. He puckers up to Hilda, Zelda and Sabrina who all turn him down. But hey, they magic in a slobbery dog who drenches the poor animatronic. Gross. Yeah, risking uh, risking writing off that uh, valuable bit of kit there. Yeah. Written, uh... And potentially uh, the dog's face blowing up, like exploding. Oh my God. Licking all those cables and electronics. Would Gross. he become like a cyber dog then? <laughs> oh, oh, that'd be cool. Ooh. Like K9. Yeah. It starts a bit funny of Salem like trying to get a kiss off someone because he uses like cheesy techniques and stuff. You know, like cheeky techniques. But then it gets a little... Uh, 
a little weird, a little dark. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it it yeah it it escalates quite quickly. It does, yeah. It starts off as like you know cheeky hashtag cheeky bants with him trying to get a kiss to uh, to change his life back. Uh, so he's a man, but now it just gets a little, I, little I, creepy. I've, I've drawn comparisons between Salem and a certain disgraced uh, movie producer before, and uh, it's, <laughs> it's, happen- it's happening again. Eh? <laughs> All I'm going to say is Zelda handled it very well. Who went? I do love you, but not in that way. Kissed. Yeah, I'm not in love with you. Yeah, 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 I love you, but I'm not in love with you. I love you, but I'm not in love with you. Well played, Zelda. Yeah, well played. Classy, classy yes. broad. Let me down gently. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the titles roll. And Serena is dressed as a cow. And she says, I feel utterly ridiculous. Good. Yeah. It was a joke and it was relevant. That's all we ask. Yeah, that, that's that, good. That'll, that, that, that'll do. That is, that is how low our bar is. Yeah. It's a joke and it's relevant. Also, the cow costume was quite funny. It was quite. It was rather large. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I hope I hope that they make use of this costume because it's a very good one. Uh, so hopefully they'll uh, they'll milk it for more title screens to come. Oh, dairy, dairy me! <laughs> All I'm going to say is, as someone who has worn a cow outfit in the past, that was a weird recording, wasn't it? <laughs> He didn't explain. He didn't explain it. No, no. no he I, wouldn't explain it. <laughs> let's let's just move on. Ha! Ah. Uh, we're in the cafeteria, and Sabrina is getting excited about jet propulsion, as aren't we all? But Valerie is a little down. She really fancies Justin, who is uh, well a familiar face. <gasps> He is uh, Corbin Alred from Teen Angel. He was Steve. Remember the really bland, pixelated man from uh, Teen Angel? Really? Well, yes, pixelated because we watched it on uh, the early version. It's interesting to see him sans pixels in, yeah. uh, in this episode. But yeah, he was, he was the, the human, the regular guy who is cursed, who is haunted by his, his dickhead best friend yeah. um, coming back to him as a supposed angel. Um, Corbin Alred, his receding hairline... Here in this uh, playing this high school student, didn't really have much to do, did he? Didn't really do anything to. Uh... It's, it's, it's just a, a handful of lines, three yeah. lines, I think, throughout the whole episode. And he didn't even do them well. No, it's, it's it's difficult to really judge him, but because he had so little to do, he couldn't get the sour taste out of our mouths from teenagers. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Corbin. I mean, what I do like about the writers of Sabrina the Teenage Witch is even if there's just someone who's a background character, they'll try and make them as a fully fleshed out character by giving them a surname. Um, it said in the credits, do you know what Justin's surname was in this episode time. that you never hear? <laughs> no, it wasn't just Incredible. in time. <laughs> it wasn't just Same. in time. <laughs> I'm out of puns now. Um, Smith. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't just in time, just in case. It was... Uh, oh, just in Justin Thumb. Oh, what a Justin Thumb. Justin Thumb. 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 Justin. Justin Earshot is another one that. We're thinking oh, of. Uh, yeah, Justin Thumb. Justin Thumb. What a strange surname to give someone who isn't referred to with that surname. Thumb though. Yeah. Thumb's not even a fucking surname. Yeah, it's Tom. Tom Thumb. Yeah. He's fictional. <laughs> so is Justin Thumb. <laughs> not the point. <laughs> I'm like, it's like a, 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 a Spellman, I can get behind. Kinkle, I can get behind. You know? Yeah. 
Burkhead, I can get behind. What about Burphead? Burphead, oh. yeah. We get that in a bit. Uh, so, yeah, so Valerie really fancies uh, Justin Thumb, but she's just too nervous to ask him out, and when she gets nervous, her mouth dries out. She takes a sip of soda every time her mouth dries out, which is after everything she and Justin says, which yes. is quite funny, because she's very nervous. Uh, he asks her out, and her response is just a burp to the face. Yeah. A little belcheroonie. Big old belch... We've all been there. Mm-hmm. All, you know, We've all been there. I have burped in your face, Phil, and I've burped in your face, Graham. Yeah, yeah and especially with the, with the soft drinks and yeah. uh, you know, and the sort of the, the, the tension, sort of like the tight throat and everything. It's a, just a, just a disaster waiting to happen. All I'm going to say is, it was good advice to take a sip. Yeah. It was bad advice to take a sip of soda. But the yeah. reason she's taking a sip of soda is because the soda machine is broken and free sodas are being handed out yeah. willy-nilly. So, uh, I, I mean, in terms of like the story and how it's all connected, logical and yeah, makes sense. Like, it is, it's progression. It's, 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 it's good it's progression. progression. We'll take that into account. Uh, <laughs> Professor Phil Dean, uh, head of robotics at the uh, <laughs> University of uh, Canterbury. Uh, we'll, we'll, take, we'll take that into account later on. Yeah. But she, uh, she ends up sort of belching in his face and she just, oh yeah, she just goes mental. She gets panicked and she, uh, she runs out of the cafeteria and Sabrina follows. Sabs tells her not to worry because nobody heard, but they all did, and Libby calls her Valerie Burphead. Perfect, because when she was given that surname was way back when she was first introduced, because like Phil says, they're always ready to go with people's last names. Uh, Way back in season two, yeah, it just perfectly played into this. Yeah, and there we go, so uh, already two minutes in this episode... Welcome back, Libby. Yeah, <laughs> she comes in with a head. with a stormer. Yeah, uh, Sabs also tells her like, "Come on, we've got to, um, you know, just man up. Uh, you don't want me to give you the speech uh, from Ice Castles." No idea what that is, mate. Who's got two thumbs and Google for fuck's sake? This guy. This guy. Uh, so yes, yeah, she references a film uh, that every teenager in the late nineties was watching because it was a nineteen seventy eight romantic of ice course. skating movie. Of course it is. Naturally, that's that's the way it goes. Uh, obviously, the I I tried to type it in famous quote and it came up with absolutely nothing. Brilliant. Um, so you watched the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. uh, but the lead role in it is our very own Robbie Benson. Oh. So that's the ah. only reason it was mentioned. Ah. Oh, that, that's quite nice, that. Yeah, so nice. he played the lead role, uh, Robbie Benson, in uh, obviously our uh, Edward Spellman. Also, speaking of, finding out about that... Um, we didn't get to say goodbye to him, but yeah, that we'll never see Robbie Benson oh, again. Robbie. Oh. <laughs> what the fuck, <laughs> man? Never seeing a dear old dad again. No, and, and Eddie Spellman does rock up, but he looks like an airline pilot, and he rocks up. He's an older man, and he rocks up in, oh. a, in the seasons to come. Oh, well, Maybe thanks. this one, I think. I'm thanks, sure. Robbie. We didn't see much of you, but when you when when we did, it was and we memorable. did and see uh, here as well. We did uh, we yeah. did hear him as well. Yeah, he he brought some joy, some much needed joy, and. Couple of bit of you know wacky shenanigans. So and... thanks, Robbie. I'm not in a rush to check out Ice Castles, but uh, you were you were you were good in Sabrina. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So there we go. So she says, "I'm going to reference a quote from a movie no teenager has ever seen." So maybe that was that was their little farewell to him then. Maybe, maybe. possibly. Yeah, thinking yeah. of thinking of you, Robbie lad. Yeah, that's nice. That's real nice. nice. Back home and Zelda is literally cleaning her ears in a jar, to be, uh, to be exact. Oh, oh. And then suddenly there's a cry for help from the kitchen. It's Salem with his head stuck inside a cookie jar. I'm sorry, can we just go back to the cleaning of the ears, I don't mate? really want to, mate. I, no, why not? Because you, well, you were the one who was grimacing the most about I the was, ears. I was, that's what... It's because, right? And this must... It must... It's only in the witching realm where you remove the thing... 
that you want cleaning. Yeah. You remove ears, they get cleaned in a jar. You remove your face, they get cleaned on a washing line. Yeah. It's like... Well, the ears do get put on the washing line later on. To, that is true. To, yeah. to gruesome consequence. Yeah. So, so, so to, to give you the... Uh, uh, to paint the picture in, in podcast form, she she's just holding up her, like a jar with, with her ears floating in, I guess, what, some sort of like brine or something, some sort of clean, yeah. special cleaning fluid. She's got a like a straw hat with... She's sort of tied... Yeah, she's got like a scarf around her head to hide mm. where her ears are. Later yeah. on, she has one of those uh, 1920s... Uh, Flapper hats yeah. that sort of go down over the ears. Um, I'm yeah. just, I'm just saying. It's like, why, why can't they just use a fucking cotton bud like normal people? Or like well, a magic cotton bud that does a special. We've yeah. already seen a magic cotton bud, but yeah. it removes your memory, though, doesn't it? Oh, ah, so, oh, maybe that's, cut, that's don't, it. Don't lose yeah. your memory before. It. Yeah, yeah. So, so I guess yeah. magical um, continuity. Yeah, if you, you know, clean up. Uh, try and clean out the wax of your ears you'll forget what you're doing you'll forget who you are either way more body horror it's the second lot of body horror to do with ears that we have had in this show yeah so they go to Salem who's got his head stuck inside a cookie jar he says he's been stuck for an hour but only just ran out of peanut brittle which is why he didn't call earlier rather than using magic to take it off they take him to the vet he says he should have suffocated when he had the chance um, yeah. A really, a really good bit of acting I think is in this is uh, Nick Bakai. You can also hear he's speaking his lines through a jar or yes. some sort. So, you, so he's clearly obviously like just offset recording it, just just sticking his his mouth inside a jar or something. Yeah. In. Or just, or just cupping his uh, hand as you just done. Oh, yeah, <laughs> well, it, it didn't effect. sound didn't sound glassy though, did it? No, no it wasn't. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, really, really cool, nice little uh, effect that I feel Teen Angel wouldn't have done. No, it wouldn't. No, <laughs> fuck, it wouldn't. Fuck teenage. <laughs> teenage. Uh, at the Mortal Vets, that's right, the Mortal Vets, uh, we get a nice little establishing shot, don't we, of the Westbridge High Street. I was like, hey, they're outside. And literally, two-second establishing shot, maybe a photograph. There's so much movement, <laughs> and it's so quick. Then we're back into a studio. Uh, so we're back in the cafeteria, which is doubled up as, as, a, as a veterinarian hospital. Uh, and Salem needs convincing to act like a cat, and in the nick of time too, because the very attractive Dr. Werner comes to treat him, and Salem, the dirty dog, instantly falls in love with her. You mispronounced that. It's Dr. Werner. Dr. Werner. She's not German. Though. No, she's not German. No, though, but it's a German name. Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, she goes to fetch some lube to wrangle his head out of confinement, and Salem just wants her to kiss him. Oh my days. She goes for some lube. He's being all sassy and dirty. It's like, it's, it's what's going on? Would you like to know a bit about uh, our Dr. Dr. Werner slash Dr. Werner? Go on, tell us. Go on. Uh, yeah, more specifically, up. would you like to know what her bust size is, her waist size, and her hips are? Wait, how have you got that seems, information? Seems, seems a bit personal, but well, yeah, yeah, go yeah. Up, go on. Well, this is Karen Witter. Uh, okay. She's a former Playboy centerfold. Ooh. That would uh, make sense why we have that detail. Uh, she yeah. was in March 1982. She was the centerfold in there. Uh, so she's got 35 inch bust, a 23 inch waist, and 33 inch hips. Right, and she had to meet Hugh Hefner, so she has my sympathies. <laughs> um, uh, she's also uh, uh, five foot six, and at this time she was one hundred and six pounds. Huh? There we go. So a lot of deets there, uh, and also a bit. <laughs> yeah, but what time was she born, mate? You know, I <laughs> <laughs> uh, know nothing about her really. Uh, she was um, formerly uh, Karen Law because she was married to a television writer, Chuck Law. Oh, oh right, who created right, Two okay. and a Half Men? Yeah, yes. and um, many other things. Yeah, so they, things. they married in two thousand and one and divorced in twenty ten. Uh, she's still acting and also teaches in person and online classes in how to live in unconditional love and creates personalised guided meditations for people so they can feel they, ha- they have all they desire. Wow. What? 
She on, gives online she... presentations and personal one-on-one presentations about people paying her to tell them that they have everything they need. So basically, like she's a con artist. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you pay her for her to either on a webcam or sat next to you, sit there and say everything's fine. You're doing great. Everything's. Oh, the only thing you need in your life is me to tell you that you've got everything you need. Wow, Karen. I mean, if you can make money off that, <laughs> off that, off, off those idiots, and you. Know, <laughs> By all means, fair play to yeah. you. Um, Karen Witter. Yeah. I mean, obviously, other Playboy bunnies are very funny from conning people. Jenny They're McCart- going to go, of course, other Playboy bunnies are available. Because <laughs> <laughs> other Playboy bunnies... <laughs> other Playboy bunnies have made money from conning people like Jenny McCarthy, making people not get their kids vaccinated. Yeah. Causing them to die. So it's a lot less harmful than that. Well, yes, yes. Got to it, say. Yeah, it could be worse, yeah. We've got a lot of death going on at the start of this season. <laughs> so yeah, so Salem being a bit of a creep, trying to pucker up. And uh, yeah, um, our Dr. Werner doesn't do herself any favours at the end of the episode, but we will get there. Uh, we quickly nip back to school and it turns out that Valerie is missing, seemingly to avoid more embarrassment. Uh, in the kitchen and Salem has a cone around his head. He says he looks like a Victrola. So Hilda turns uh, and makes music play out of his face. Very fucking funny. Very, very funny. Yes, Victrola being the big, um, like... Gramophone, yeah, the, the gramophone big, horn, yeah, the gramophone yeah. horn on like uh, yeah, early early record players. Yeah, so they uh, so she uses the magic and his mouth just opens like an action figure, and that's it. Just, just, just seeing the puppet like with a frozen open mouth, <laughs> yeah. look fucking terrifying. Plain classic, like yeah, like a Ro- royalty free nineteen twenties style jazz. Yes, yeah, yeah. So it's nice. So it's that's, uh, jazz. and then they start or, dancing around doing a little bit. Yeah, they do love it. Of course, uh, Zelda loving it famously without any ears, but she's uh, she's enjoying the music. She can hear through. The holes in her head, I guess. Yes, yeah, there you go, yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a like a budgie. Yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah. like a budgie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, or someone who's been shot. Yeah. Just any any bird. Yeah. Or someone who's been. We're talking about birds, and you're saying, or someone who's been shot. Hey, a lot of birds are shot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just holes in the head. That thing. You know, that's what sugar babes sang about uh, and then uh, Serena comes home and drops a timestamp bomb she says you know there's this newfangled invention called the hi-fi <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes uh, yes there is so it's the 1998 massive hi-fi system yes yeah. uh, how many discs could your hi-fives uh, play guys well actually it had two tape decks yeah. Oof, yeah now that's what you wanted so you could reel-to-reel record yeah um, and it had it had a CD player and it had a top bit that you could open to put a record on as yeah. well. Yeah, no, that was mine as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Two tape decks. I had four CD folders. Ooh. Five yeah. CDs, yeah. this yeah. guy. You have a rotating yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So yeah. you could just press which CD you wanted, and that's the one that would play. And yeah. then it would have a place to put uh, vinyl records yeah. so at the top. So many t- formats I mean, of music. In one place? It did yeah. take 37 seconds yeah. for that disc tray to open, so you could oh, change yeah. one of your five CDs. But yeah, five CDs, load up, boom. God, I miss those days. Now everything's just on your phone. Everything's just it, there man. at the touch, touch of a button. button. So, kids, it's so convenient, I fucking hate it! <laughs> <laughs> kids don't appreciate convenience. <laughs> no, they really don't. Having to wait for the CD drawer to open, having to press record 
to record the fucking and, top four. And, and hearing the record, you like on the radio, and hurrying, yeah. getting the tape, and putting it in, and pressing the record. Searching, actually searching through all your tapes and CDs and vinyl records because you had three different formats. We're going to take a break for a while and reminisce about when this was all fields. <laughs> we'll, we'll be back, okay? Serena heads upstairs to call Valerie, but it doesn't matter because conveniently she's hiding in her closet. Valerie says that she's too embarrassed to ever go back to school and will instead hide in Sabrina's house every day. So Sabs needs an anti-embarrassment spell to help Val. Zelda says there's no spell for that and embarrassment should just be faced head on. Can I just ask a question? Yes. How did Valerie get in the house? Why was Valerie in the house? Why did the call come from inside the house? (laughs) Well, she got in the house because she went, I knocked on the door, there was no answer, but a key slid under the door and only your your cat was inside. Yes. So uh, Salem wanted wanted a kiss off anyone. Yeah, it's explained that Salem. Oh, God, yeah. What a floozy. Wow. God, it was literally anyone would do, wouldn't it, for Salem? She walks into a dangerous situation, (laughs) didn't she, She really did. Wow. A very dangerous situation. Dangerous. Uh, so wow. Zelda says there is Hopefully no... she burped in his face and he's like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm out! Bye! Fun. Fuck that. So Zelda says there's no spell for removing embarrassment and embarrassment should just be faced head on. Hilda has a good suggestion though. She uh, she suggests poisoning the town's water supply. So that's how, she, that's how she dealt with embarrassment then I yeah. guess. She mentions, do you want to hear the story about when I burped in school? And everybody says no. But... Possibly the two are connected, that that's how she lived it down. Nobody else lived. Sab storms off and Salem is scared by something on the washing line. As are we all, because it's Zelda's ears. And because Hilda hung them out instead of being flat and pressed, they're now really long and minging. Too bad she has a date on Friday, lads. Those ears are disgusting. They are. but They're like if you get loads of chewing gum or you get like a chewy bar and Mm. you just put it in your teeth and you stretch it out as far as you can take it. Yeah, but they're still pierced on the end, which <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, because they're still her ears. And of course, Salem in his Salemness mocks Zelda by singing, "Do ears hang low? Do they wobble to and fro? Can you tie him in a knot? Can you tie him in a bow?" And that's all he gets to actually. Yeah. Upstairs, and Sabs convinces Val to head into school tomorrow to help with their jet propulsion project. So good for you, Val. Uh, in the living room, and Salem is chatting up Dr. Werner over the phone, but Sabs hangs up for him and instead asks him about an anti-embarrassment spell. Salem, being the back-alley witch that he is, tells Sabs that there is actually a spell in the book, so she gets to work on it. Salem says that the embarrassment spell, the anti-embarrassment spell, is uh, listed under Ford, Gerald, as in the former president of the United States, yeah. which probably refers to a famous incident where he fell over. Which was also referenced in the episode of Teen Angel that we watched because it was set in the 70s. So, another Teen Angel link there. So, she, so Sabrina adds a couple of ingredients, some bits and bobs, including some rare haha root, which when she puts it in goes, <laughs> which made me, which made, which made, which made <laughs> us laugh. Just this like piece of dirt just laughing. <laughs> inanimate objects laughing. <laughs> Very funny. Salem being the, the, the best one. Well, he's not inanimate, is he? Yeah, he's an animatronic. Oh, okay, he's okay, animatronic. Okay. I mean, like, if, a, if that. If that candle yeah, that. farted, <laughs> if it's li- yeah, if it's- yeah, you lift the lid off and it farts. That be- fucking hilarious. <laughs> okay, yeah. Exactly. So, uh, so she adds a few bits and bobs with the. So she adds the uh, the haha root, and uh, what does it make, boys? It makes a banana peel, doesn't it? Yes, it does. I was quite perplexed because I didn't realise it was a banana peel. I thought it was a banana. And I was like, <laughs> I what? thought it was a really wobbly banana. No, I was like. 
No, because when it was just in the jar, I was like, why Why is it a fucking banana? Does she have to eat that or something? And then something else happens? But no, I was completely wrong, so it's Yeah, fine. she reads the instructions and it's something like, you know, get get the embarrassy to, to slip on this. And, in public. Yeah, in public, and they'll laugh at themselves. And the spell is, once you can laugh at yourself, that's it, you don't feel any embarrassment, which, yeah. which is a good way, I guess, to deal with it. Yeah. The, the way you stop being embarrassed is, is you just shrug it off no one cares if you don't if you're not bothered by it cry and you cry alone but laugh and the world laughs with you there we go yeah hopefully that's on a poster I'm surprised we've not seen it yeah. so far around the school well, it's a, it, it is a proverb I think it's a Chinese proverb say it again Chris for all the folks at home cry and you cry alone but laugh and the world laughs with you yeah eat a potato don't be one <laughs> Sex can wait. <laughs> just so I just thought we were playing uh, poster game, post poster top trumps. Uh, so Sabrina makes this banana peel, um, and she aims to uh, to throw it near Valerie, so she'll slip on it and laugh at herself, and it all will be nice. So in school, and exactly that happens. Val slips and confidently accepts uh, Justin's invitation, and just shrugs off the whole instance. This so, was so cool. This yeah. was such a nice relief to I see loved. Valerie just rolling, just rolling with it, just sort of her huh, whatever, you know, oh, silly me, clumsy me. Oh, never mind. Anyway, do you want to go out? Like that was. Because she says, uh, he says, uh, will you go out with me? And she's, and uh, so we go out with me on Saturday night. She says, oh, yes, yes. Uh, uh, when, when I burp, it's yes. But when I uh, squirt milk out of my nose, that means no. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. And all of a sudden, she's, yeah, she's just like. And then she turns to Sabs and oh, goes. Oh, she says, uh, I'm also, sorry, when she gets helped up, she's like, I'm also starting to look at clown schools, clown yeah, colleges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, oh, it's oh, so, so it was nice. Good moment. And then when she gets Sabs, helps her up, and she goes, I had banana goop on my on my ass that entire yeah. time. And it's like, yeah, you did. Yeah. It's, Never mind. Confidence is a very attractive quality, I think. And I think Valerie being really confident in this scene um, she's completely she, I feel like she's completely blossomed as a character it's, and it's just it's just seeing having seen her suffer so much including in this yeah. episode with like anxiety mm-hmm. and embarrassment and just worrying you know to an undue degree but a very relatable degree when you think about teenagers in school about being accepted and about whether people are laughing at her what people perceive about her whether she'll ever get a boyfriend all of these things just to see her just just shrugging it off, just just rolling with just yeah, just rolling with it is just so cool, and I, I wish it lasted longer. It was one of the things that we wanted from the end of season two. We yeah. said, you know, we want more Val, but not pathetic, soppy Val. We want confident Val, Valerie, who discovers herself and knows who she is. But my guess is this is the one-off. This is the product of a spell, and she'll be back to anxious, uh, doom-fearing Valerie in the well, next episode. Well. Watching, oh, okay. watching ahead. Okay. Um, oh. There is a particular, there is a particular episode. Like she's still a bit like, uh, but she makes a decision and she she does something in, in an episode, a couple in a couple of episodes of time that I hope develops her as as a character and I, and I think it will. It's it's pretty cool. What happens in it in a couple of episodes cool. of time. Episode four that is. So it's a couple of weeks left to go. But uh, yeah, I think this is the start. Just like. Um, Zelda, Mr. Craft, being the start of something in, in episode one. I think this is the start of a new new and improved Valerie, I think. So uh, so I, for one, because I'm very excited and looking forward to, uh, to that. In class, and the super team are doing a really good presentation on jet propulsion. And Sabs even brings a prop, a fart. Yes, yes folks, she farts in front of the class. When she uh. bends down to pick up some paper. 
Yeah. yeah. It makes it even worse. I mean, you can't help yourself. I yep. genuinely, when you bend down, it's and out. that's exactly what happens. It's just. It's not a slip of the tongue, is it? Slip of the cheeks, but she, uh, but and and everyone comes in and makes it worse. Libby says, "Oh, didn't, didn't need to bring a prop." <laughs> Harvey goes, "Oh, the humanity!" And even some extra just goes, "I think we need a fan in here." Yeah, so, so talking about yeah, talking about propulsion methods. Yeah, yeah. Like fan propulsion. Like, yeah, we need a fan in here. <laughs> oh dear. Like a scene from everyone's nightmares. Everything that could go wrong goes wrong. Uh, Sabrina's face goes bright red. She gets toilet paper stuck to her foot. Uh, she rips her dress, and then she drops a school bag, and all of her tampons and pencils fall yeah. out. Mm. So embarrassing, boys. Especially, especially the pencils. I mean, tam- <laughs> tampons you can live with, but the pencils go. Pencils, mate. You don't oh. want anyone to know you've got your HB4s so when oh. everyone's on their HB6s. But that scene was set to impeccable music. Slightly shaky cam, and the music just instantly reminded me of... Uh, the dungeon levels in Mario's. It really did Mario. sound like, yeah, like dungeon Mario levels. Yeah. And uh, what's nice is uh, Gordy sort of helps her out. He opens the door for her and goes, "Go, go, go!" Like, he's like, been in that situation. He knows. Well, he's yeah. he's usually the one the jokes as he yeah. later explains. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll get to it. But uh, yeah, it's taking the heat off Gordy for a bit. Yeah, if you uh, you were laughing a lot about uh, with Sabrina's face makeup, Gray. Yeah, just yeah. just <laughs> I don't know, just. <laughs> Just the fact that doing the rest of her body is is it, it's regular her regular skin tone and just yeah just just this ridiculous it looks a bit like in Willy Wonka and Violet Beauregard's <laughs> yeah yes, when yeah. she turns violet that's that's what it would be, even though it's you're not turning violet violet, violet. violet. Yeah. it's not the same color but yeah it maybe think of the same thing and they probably use a similar thing of just smearing her with this yeah paint. Like, it's so ridiculous yeah. but yeah she. She uh, she's got toilet paper on her shoe and she just tears a dress on a locker yeah. and yeah and then a bag opens and everything all the pencils roll out. Oh, Poor nice. girl, boy is your face red. Salem cries. Yes, yes. It was love, only love the title of the episode in the episode. Yeah, it was only in our Hocus Pocus episode where we were talking about that. They're the most best moments of yeah. uh, of TV and film when they actually reference things. Sabrina sobs to Hilda and Zelda and they tell her that she should have listened to them. It turns out that an anti-embarrassment spell doesn't remove embarrassment, it rather displaces it. So it's left Valerie and it's now transferred to Sabs. To make her feel better, Hilda and Zelda play her a delightful video called Historical Moments Not in History. And we get a nice little presentation of uh, famous people known for great things, yeah. but low low points in their careers that aren't uh, aren't really documented. Yeah, Queen Victoria with the pit stains, sweaty yeah. pits, Vic, yeah. sweaty uh, pits, Vic. That's what yeah, old uh, old uh, King Arthur trying to get the sword out of stone and splitting his kex. Guinevere, yeah. right avert your eyes. Yep. And uh, what else is there? Uh, there was uh, John Hancock spilling ink all over yeah. the Declaration of Independence. Yeah. Uh, Mona Lisa belching. Mona Lisa belching. Yeah. Yeah. It makes Sabrina feel a little bit better, but then Valerie comes to the door and tells her that she can't return to school because the laughter is deafening. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Sabrina goes to the other realm to hide forever, changing to a brunette and seeking asylum in a tropical island bar. The other realm islands. Very, very yeah. nice. It's, it's usual other realm set, you can tell, but like, lovely in, uh, in tropical form. Yeah. I, I like this set. What a girl. Everybody was, having, everybody was having a good time. Yeah. Lots of drinks and everything. Definitely. Sabrina was having a good time. But then everyone's wearing lace, they're all in flowery outfits. Yeah. It's proper Hawaiian feel. It looks like a proper good holiday destination. Yeah, absolutely yeah. does. And the bartender even comes over and says that she looks familiar. And it turns out that there is a wanted poster with her photo on, but instead of wanted, it says embarrassed. 
Everyone points and laughs at her, and she runs back home. They're all just going, oh, but look, guys, it's Sabrina. <laughs> can't believe you. Can't believe you did it right in front of the class. <sighs> and everyone's just laughing, and she gets a red face, and she yeah. runs off. They say, you did it. Yeah. Later on, Sabrina can't bring herself to say it. It wasn't a censorship issue here, was it? Of farts? Farts? Really? No. Sometimes American TV can be really weird about that sort of thing. No. No. I mean, at this point, I think Sabrina was one of ABC's, especially TGIF and it was one of their flagship shows, so it's probably on a bit earlier. They're probably like people having their tea. They don't want to be choking on their uh, chicken and collard greens and be like, you know, uh, oh my God, they just said fart on primetime TV. Yeah. Because I I I remember, this is only vaguely Mm. uh, related, I remember Blue Peter doing a feature on farts. Right. Brilliant. They were green Peter during this. But uh, they, yeah, and my mum being like, you shouldn't be talking about that. Like, so, some people were are so are very offended by farts. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if there was at least the word fart. Because, like, in this country, Trump is like the more polite like, yeah. sort of way to refer to yeah. uh, refer to flatulence. So. And you were, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember, I remember when I used to say fart as a kid, my parents were like, say, say Trump. Like, yeah, say people are offended by the word fart, so I would not be surprised if there was a very weird kind of like arcane bit of uh, like code of conduct yeah. violation going on where they couldn't say it. I, I, I think I think it's our. I think what we should do right now is make uh, any listeners across the world that uh, are struggling for an alternative to the word fart should use the word Trump. I think it, it, it's just it is softer. You are right. It doesn't. It sounds. Better Trump it, rather than fart. It means other things now, though, Chris. <laughs> I know that's why I'm doing this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, well, other ones. A uh, boff was a good favourite of mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I've just boffed. Blow off. Uh, uh, pump is the pump. Uh, the, the, nor- the yeah, northeast is a good one. Northeast yeah. take on it. Uh, yeah. A few people say keft. 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 I think that's just a word. Oh no. Broken wind. It'd be a very different you know, film. Keft, wouldn't it? Let yeah. one go. Let one go. Yeah. yeah. Let rip. You'd let rip, yeah. Uh, body burp is a good yeah. one. Body burp? Body, bottom burp, yeah, body uh, burp. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A bum cough. <laughs> <laughs> <That one. laughs> a bum cough. <laughs> Next one you're going to... A bum sneeze? <laughs> it's more of a bum sneeze than a bum cough, I think. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> you just kind of go... <coughs> like that. <laughs> I just open up my fist like a bum hole. I might post a video so you know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hi, guys, and this is how a bum cough works. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone points and laughs at her and uh, Sabrina runs home. She heads back to her room where Hilda and Zelda try to comfort her by telling her to look at the bigger picture, which is a literal bigger picture of the globe, where every... It's not, fr- it's not the globe, it's, it's just the United just, States. Oh, is it? I thought it was yeah. all over the place. It's, 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 it? Mer- it's Merca. It's a big map of Merca, including Alaska in, like, Pic- bottom, bottom yeah. picture, picture in picture. Yeah. Um, not good in Hawaii though, so people don't fart in Hawaii. No, um, clearly. So, um, or if they do, they're not embarrassed by it. No, yeah, that's uh, it. So yeah, yeah, they're too chill in Hawaii. Well, yeah, because we saw how laid back they were. Uh, yeah. But um, yeah, so all over America, there's flashing. It took some putting together this yeah. big map of America, and then it's got must have LEDs behind mm, it, yep. stationed all over the map, at least two in every state. And these are high school students who have just done something embarrassing, yeah. and they're trying to show her that she's not alone. Yeah, which makes sense. Sabrina says she bets no one else's. I can't even say it, she says. Yeah, because the censors won't let her. Uh, she magics in a block of cheese and goes to cut it. I'd never heard the phrase it's, cut the cheese it's before. It's definitely an Americanism. <clears throat> but it is. It's a very common Americanism mm-hmm. in like 
like TV and things like yeah yeah so she makes in a cheese and she starts cutting it and yeah I'd never heard it so I, I did hashtag Google for fuck's sake it's been used since 1895 1895 it's been used to uh, to mean flatulence yeah. there you go so yeah for, it's it's a long standing American tradition of uh, fart euphemisms there Salem understands what Sabrina did and he goes <laughs> you what <laughs> ah! and then just laughs so hard he just the puppet rolls back and just falls yeah. on the floor he laughs so hard also probably the weight of the cone around his head as well probably pulls <laughs> oh, it over it's just a magical moment yeah. it was quality again doesn't actually say haha you farted he just says you did what you did what and then he just rolls back it's very very funny Zelda tells her not to worry and leaves to cancel her date with Frank because she can't possibly go out with her elongated ears but Sabrina tells her not to be a hypocrite, so she yeah. just goes, well, okay, I'll I'll just continue getting ready for my date, so mm-hmm. good on her. Meanwhile, Salem has fallen down and goes back to Dr. Werner, who says that she has to shave his bum, but the pretty doctor will see my popo. What? Yeah, popo? The pretty, the pretty doctor will see his police? His popo. His popo. They are assholes. Yeah. <laughs> Never heard of popo. I didn't Google for fuck's sake. I didn't want to type in popo meaning bottom. Yeah. No, yeah, that would come up with some weird results. I, I, again, probably censors being like, can't say Bruno. Can't say. <laughs> can't say anus. Can't say anus. Can't can't say asshole. Yeah. Or asshole. Rectum. So, rectum. Sphincter. No. Sphincter. Yeah. Can't, can't say. Can't say any of it. You've got to say something which you can barely even tell what he's referring to. <laughs> Just popo. Popo. Nice to see Salem's asshole referenced again. Yes, Yay! of course, yeah. Because you mentioned probing before, didn't he? Cold he did, hands. Yeah, he did, oh, yeah. the probing. Not so, the probing. It's always nice when we get confirmation, isn't it? Uh, Zelda's date seems to be going well. That is until Frank wants to whisper sweet nothings <laughs> in her ear. But sweet nothings turn to loud screams when he sees her head tongs. I love Frank's <laughs> songs. I love, <laughs> I love Frank's over-the-top acting. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're so wonderful and pretty and and, and intelligent, Zelda. I just wanted to sweep things into your ear. <laughs> just screams as she's like, "So, tell me about your job." And yeah, she's got these tongues flapping by the side of her head. All I'm gonna say is there was a very easy way around this. Hairstyle. Well, she you tried. She had a no. she had a long hair and she was holding yeah, her, no, the curls. Completely wrong. Completely wrong. Because that meant she had to spend the entire date with her hands underneath the chin. It looks cute though. It does look cute. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. Problem when you're eating though. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's true. Feed but, me, Frank. Yeah, she's got long enough hair. So what she could have done is swoop it around the ears, pick up the elongated ears, tie them up together behind her head, and cover it with a bun. Can you tie them or not? Can you tie them in a bow? Yes, you can. You should have done, Zelda. Yeah, yeah should have Not done. just have them fucking hanging down willy-nilly. What would have been funnier is if instead of... Again, this is another feature we like to call what we would have done. Uh, is instead of him discovering her ears by moving her hair out of the way, she should have been eating a soup and not noticing her earlobe was dangling <laughs> oh. in the soup. <laughs> Do your earlobes droop? Do they dangle in the soup? <laughs> <laughs> ah! Yeah... Would have liked, would have liked that. Yeah. <laughs> that would burn. <laughs> <laughs> Why is my earlobe hot? Oh God, fuck! <laughs> Let me just suck that off. Yeah, the next day, and Sabrina doesn't want to go to school, but Salem convinces her to go and make others do embarrassing stuff. Uh, she can be yesterday's news today. 
Sabrina thanks him for the pick-me-up and he says, he says no, that's, thank you for making me these fashionable pants because he, yeah, he got his popo shaved. So, yeah, uh, yeah, he wants to hide his shaved popo. We were disappointed because... We wanted to see, we thought that was a to see it. We had the best chance to see said popo. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> no, popo. Oh, no. No, no. Uh, she <laughs> heads in with a plan to make various people do awful stuff, but ultimately she realises that she shouldn't. I like this. She's too nice. She doesn't, yeah. she doesn't, she doesn't want innocent people to be humiliated. Yeah, there's a guy who's uh, drinking by the water fountain. She's like, oh, you know, going to make, make him be a drooler. Yeah. Oh, no, oh. no. And then she walks past this awful guy with awful hair. And she's like, no, you're awful enough. Let's leave it. Yeah. Um, and then we get Salem's... Oh, bad, bad breath. Bad breath. Oh, bad breath. Yeah. It, yeah. And then we get Salem Cheshire Cat heads. Yeah. That was fun. One and the devil up. and devil. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> devil and devil. Yeah. Well, devil and perv is the yeah. other one. So one pops up and goes, like, do, so it. do it. Do it. And the other one just goes, kiss, kiss. <laughs> kiss, kiss. <laughs> so, yeah, the devil and the pervert. The devil and holograms. <laughs> <laughs> that. That is a great idea for a sitcom. <laughs> Forget Daniel Webster. <laughs> yeah, so we've got we've got a business of ferrets, and we've also got coming soon to ABC, the devil, devil in Hollywood. <laughs> uh, yes. <You'll> get... <laughs> she makes a deal with him to get a career back. It, it's, <gasps> per- it's perfect. Yeah. It could be called. Heli Valance. Heli Valance. Oh! Yes. Yes. There we go. Holly, if you're interested, <laughs> hit us up on Twitter. And if you're listening and you're like, you know what, I know Holly Valance, or she follows me on Twitter, or Facebook, or whatever, or she she's my friend, get in touch. Yeah. Let her know. We'll, we'll put all the five minutes into creating this show. <laughs> uh, good guy Gordy pops over and reminds her that she's only human. So what if she got humiliated? She gave him a day off, and her red face disappears because she's come to terms with you know what, why am I worrying? There are people in worse situations, I guess. Well, what Gordy says to her, which is really sweet, we yeah. don't see much of Gordy whenever we do, and not just because we like Curtis. Whenever Gordy shows up, he seems like a really, really nice guy. A really top-down-to-earth guy. And, yeah, yeah what, what he says to her is, I used to think, because we know that Gordy has a bit of a crush on her, that's, yeah. he, again, one of the few things we know about him. He's rich, has a crush on Sabrina, he's a bit of a... Broken family as well. Broken family, bit of a geek, embarrasses himself a lot. Those are the four things we know about him. Um, and he says, I used to think that you were basically perfect, that you had no flaws, but all, all that all that yesterday meant is I know you're just human like the rest of us. Yeah. And that comes down like, yeah, everyone, everyone, everybody farts. Everybody farts. Everybody farts, but more, more generally than that, everyone does something embarrassing every now and then. Yeah. Doesn't and make she... them doesn't make them bad and life evens itself out. You embarrass yourself today, next week it'll be somebody else. Yeah, that's it. But she doesn't want to wait till next week. She wants to embarrass somebody else because she throws the empty no, banana no, skin. No, 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 no. She passed that. She doesn't want to embarrass somebody else. She just throws the banana oh, skin oh, yes. to, into the bin. She misses. Okay. Yes, that's what right. just, right. okay. just bad. Look, for once... Yeah. Libby being humiliated at the hands of Sabrina is accidental on Sabrina's part. Okay, I yeah. stand corrected. Good, you stand corrected. <laughs> oh, sick, slumped, yeah. corrected. You I slumped, slump, corre- slump corrected, my good man. So she throws the peel uh, towards the bin, but it misses, uh, lands on the floor, and Libby comes in and goes, this cake's for the football team, everybody make way, and she slips, and she proper face plants this uh, cake, and it's, yeah. uh, it's really nice. And Randy the Destroyer will not get any cake. <laughs> Randy the Destroyer's not getting he, any I cake. won't be destroying that cake. <laughs> no. Uh, the credits roll and Salem is back for one last checkup with Dr. Werner. We then get a slow-mo sort of Baywatch camera as a yeah, great, hair blows. Great, is all yeah. fuck. 
And they try, I'm guessing they tried to make it like a dreamlike yeah. Yeah. feel or something. Wind blowing in her hair. Yeah. yeah. But it's weird because she goes, come here, little guy. She's, she's, I don't care how cute an animal is. You don't kiss it on the lips because that's no. exactly what she does. Fair enough. Cats and animals, you know, they they lick your face with their mouth, but they they're not they don't pucker up and kiss you on your lips. She goes and also goes, they're animals, so they don't really sort of think about like the, the hygiene issues and things. Yeah, and she softly and passion like weirdly passionately kisses this puppet on the I, lips. I think Doctor Werner should be struck off the register. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the fact- well, well, no, 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 taken off. Taken her vet's license, taken off her and put. Taken off, taken off one register. If you know what I mean. Um, and the fact she loses her mind at the end of this episode may spend the rest of her life saying, "The cat talked to me. The cat talked to me." At least it means that she won't be kissing any more innocent animals anymore. So. Yeah. Well, she she kisses Salem, and Salem uh, just goes, "Oh, nothing's happened. That lying camel." And she just goes, Ooh, and she just passes out and faints. And he then goes, oh, maybe it'll work if we kiss again. And he's, this poor woman's passed out and he's there just kiss, body. kissing her on the face. Oh. It's his honeymoon all over again. <laughs> <laughs> but there we go. On that gross uh, sort of yeah. um, animal kissing bit. Yeah, uh, that's, that's the that's end the, of... That bit of bestiality. <laughs> yeah. yeah, after that bestiality, there we go. It's episode two. Boy was my face red. Uh, boy was my face red my by fa- the end. By, by the re- by the end was it? So was boy was my popo red? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just lo- I just love that word. I think it's great. Uh, so boys, yeah, did we enjoy this episode apart from the very end? Yeah, I, I enjoyed I enjoyed it a lot. Um, not as good as the season opener, as as was said saying at the start. It, it's kind of sort of, sort of a, a settling in episode, just sort of like. Here we are now. We're, we're we're off on the way. We've got lots of uh, thrills and spills ahead of, ahead of us, so we're not going to blow our wad too early. We're just going to sort of ease you gently into getting get back because obviously there would have been several months break in between if you were watching yeah. this in real time. Uh, yeah, just getting back, just getting back into uh, just catching up with with the gang. Yeah, uh, Chris, did you enjoy this episode? Yeah, what? it was all right. I feel like this is this is one of those episodes that they could have put anywhere within the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, it's that self-contained. Thing of going yeah that was the opener but this is what we're about mm-hmm. self-contained not a problem it's yeah. alright a safe episode it was track two on uh, a new album of a band you've been following for a long time yeah but maybe track one is maybe a bit sort of different they've tried a few new things and like oh this is just a new direction but you know at the same at the same time I hope you do still some you still do some of the old yeah. stuff that you know maybe like them in the first place, and, that's and then track two comes in. And you're like, yeah, this yeah. was classic Sabrina. This was Sabrina doing what brought it to the dance. Yeah, sort of because we've matured. I think as uh, or not necessarily matured. We you haven't matured. We've, 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 spent, we've spent the last hour making <laughs> fart jokes. <laughs> oh, you you caught me off. To I'm talking about <laughs> arseholes. Caught <laughs> me off. Sorry. I, I feel like we've we've matured and we, we've come. We know what to expect when it comes to the Sabrina. So with this episode not being, um, you know. Uh, massively insane, massively magical and stuff. I think in in previous seasons would have been like mm, I would have liked to have seen more of this, but this one I'm not particular. I'm not particularly like that. I'm not thinking that. Oh, I wish there was a bit more magic. I wish there was a few more gags. I wish there was a bit more progressive storyline. I think got to the point where as long as I enjoyed it, I'm happy. As long as it was an, an enjoyable, uh, watchable 
uh, well written 22 minutes. I don't really care. Yeah, it goes back to at what this we're saying. Po- at this point, anyway. At this point. Yeah, but it goes back to what we're saying. You know what to expect from them. As we are fans of this show now, yeah. we know what to expect. We know what it does well, and we know what a, a sort of like baseline, sort of like, you know, typical episode is. We know what is above and below par. Yeah. And I think this episode is pretty par. Yeah. yeah, solid. Yeah. Solid episode. Solid. Yeah, it was good. Uh, anyway, last week, you might remember, we introduced a brand new way of scoring our episodes. Um, and I personally, I think it went pretty well. We record these episodes too far in advance to hear what you think. <laughs> but as for us, yeah, I, uh, I, I think... Which we... is just as well, because we don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I care. It's all about I, us. I don't care. You listen to what we think. That's why you listen to it. Otherwise, you just watch it yourself and give your own opinion. So, yeah, so our new scoring system, we're scoring it in a similar fashion to Robot Wars, which reminds us again, Graham... What Style, it... control, damage and aggression. Yes, but uh, we're doing it our own way. So we're reviewing these episodes in magic, wit, creativity and progression. Um, so, uh, Graham, start us off this week. Uh, magic. Magic. Um, I thought the red face spell, it, it, did, it didn't really do anything, really. I, yeah. mean, it, I mean, the things, the knock-on effects of it weren't very magic-oriented. They gave mm-hmm. us some good bits of character progression, which we'll get to. Um there's a spell that Salem thought existed, but didn't. <laughs> yeah. And there was this spell which caused a few minutes of mayhem and then wasn't there anymore. So yeah. pretty low on the magic uh, this time around. I'm going to give that a two. A two. That's yeah. fair. Okay. Chris I'm, agree, I, yeah. yeah, I was thinking two as well. Yeah. I wouldn't go as... Uh, you might be able to push it to 2.5, but I think if we're all saying two... Yeah, we don't, we don't do anything two. by halves here, so... Oh, we're yeah, not doing anything by halves All yeah. numbers. Okay, fair do. Uh, Wit, what do we think? Of how, how well was it written? Thinking about it... It wasn't as witty. We didn't have many one-liners. We just mm-hmm. had pervy Salem. We did just have pervy Salem. We had a couple of good moments, like Salem being turned into a gramophone, which was entertaining and yeah, funny. Yeah. But to be perfectly honest, I again, I'm thinking like two, maybe three. Yeah. I'm going to go with three, because Salem was pervy in places, but then he also made us absolutely howl after, like, when he fell over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not just all about humour, just in terms of how, how just how well uh, it, it's yeah. come to be as an episode. But yeah, I yeah. think three, three is a good episode. Three, so that's fair. Um, uh, creativity. I think, yeah, I think this episode was pretty creative in the sense of, again, as we say, we like episodes that take place in a relatable environment, i.e. school seems to be our favourite episode. And this was about getting embarrassed in school and how a witch would deal with it compared to how every one of us, our mortal, yeah. the people watching should uh, deal with it. And for something that is can be quite traumatic in school, uh, I think I think it, 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 it turned something very simple into quite a creative uh, yeah. episode. Um, and it turned a cat into a gramophone, which is very creative. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, um, and they created something called Ha Ha Root. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. so I think on the creativity, uh, I think similar lengths to last week, I think four. I yeah, think four. Good. Four happy with four. I'm happy yeah. with four. Yeah, and finally, yeah, yeah. progression. A bit mm. difficult for you guys, only because I've seen a few episodes yeah, ahead. Yes. Well, what I'd like to say on progression, are we the story within because it's self-contained. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like it didn't progress the overarching season. Yeah. But the progression within the episode was good and relevant. Not overly, but I think in terms of character, I think I think three is a sort of fair. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, we've got Valerie gaining more confidence, which 
even if it is with the aid of magic, it is seeing her do something that she's previously never really been able to do, yeah. which is relax. Also, Sabrina learns something which it's a very important thing that you kind of usually learn in your adolescence, which is, again, going back to the scene with her and Gordy, that everyone does embarrassing things sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's people forget over time, and people embarrass themselves over time, and it all evens out, and it just means you're human... And yeah, just just get on with it because it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah, a really good moral message. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So what scores have we got? So we got That's... two. We got two for magic. Two for magic. Three for wit. Three for wit. Four for creativity. Yeah, and three for progression. So that's twelve. Yeah, so twelve out of twelve out of what, Chris? So yeah, so today I was thinking, let's go with uh, twelve vets looking at twenty Salem's popos. <laughs> there we go. So twelve vets looking at all twenty of Salem's popos. Episode three, however, is our next episode for next week. Funnily enough, do you know what it's called? No, haven't a clue. Well, do you I'm know? Gonna, that's what I'm going to tell you. All Good right. job, I do know. It's called Suspicious Minds. Oh, what oh. Do you think suspicious minds is about. <gasps> is it a, a, a Mr. Craft-centered episode, and he turns into a private dick, and he's investigating Sabrina? Okay. Oh, that would be brilliant. I know. That would be that's it what just... we want. I hope it's that. I more have the belief that it's a Sabrina and Harvey heavy episode. Okay. Um, where obviously they're back together properly now. They're going steady again. Trying to give it a go, but maybe. They're sort of second-guessing each other. Maybe Sabrina's doing the one doing the detective work. Maybe she thinks Harvey has somebody else. Okay. Some things you're both saying are kind of true. Okay. When I saw the title of this episode, I was thinking, oh my god, I I hope Elvis was a witch and he's a relative of the Spellmans. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would have been really funny. He, he couldn't guess Starfield. Oh, no, we can't guess. <laughs> <laughs> we can't fucking I, guess I, I, don't, I don't know if you know. He was like, Elvis, I thought you were dead. Uh-huh, I've been living in the other realm. <laughs> yeah, I'm just a witch. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, we're almost uh, done. We're, toilet, uh, we're down the toilet vortex. So, uh, yeah, yeah he's, been li- he's been living in the poo realm. <laughs> uh, no, Suspicious Minds, uh, for a class project, students are paired as married couples. Well, and when oh. Sabrina gets jealous of Harvey being paired with Libby, oh. she hires a tiny and conniving spy to do her dirty work. Right. Roland's back, he's got ah. a new career, and he is a private eye. Excellent. And we get some really fun um, private eye noir parody. Oh, good. Only for one scene, but very, very Still. good. Very, very good. Uh, so that is episode three, entitled Suspicious Minds, so do in, uh, join us for that. As for the episode, my name has been Phil Dean, and I do hope you enjoyed it very much. And if you did enjoy it, why not go to iTunes and give us a nice rating review. The more ratings and reviews we get means the more exposure we get on, on the web, and it means we, our show gets into more ears, and it makes us smile more. You can also get us on Twitter, can't you, chaps? Apparently so, yes. It's yes. at Sabrina Watch. It certainly is. And remember, if you ever see us... Uh, tweet hashtag pod and family or hashtag BritPodScene do give us a retweet because our show gets into more people's ears as does other podcasts for the independent scene uh, boys I'd like to thank you very much for this latest episode first of all thank you Graham uh, you're welcome Phil uh, goodbye folks and remember never trust a camel <laughs> never trust a camel that's something to take away and uh, I'd like to thank uh, Chris Evans as well thank you very much Chris thank you very much Phil uh, and uh, remember may every little thing you do Be magic. magic.